a big part of living a line process. I like to use the story of the exchange children of Rav Nachman. I feel that it's a very animated picture of life. Rav Nachman and his amazing wisdom gave us this story that helps us so much to understand life. And every Shabbos I go over it, despite the fact that I've seen it a thousand times. I see new things every single week, and I'd like to share with you something that I saw this Shabbos Nachamu, an amazing idea that explains to us what exactly consolation is. So in this story of the exchanged children, there's two main characters, the real prince who's put in the arms of the maidservant, and he's in a dilemma not knowing who he is, and the maidservant's real son who becomes the king or the prince, and he thinks he's the ruler. And there's a lot of confusion in the story. It's the big motif of the, the story. And it's a story of self-actualization, the true prince actually rising up from this exchange, as we say in Lechadodi Kumitzi'i, get up, go out, of the hafecha, of the exchange. In a certain way, every single person's exchanged. And I'm holding in the story that I was reading this Shabbos, and I saw an amazing thing. Um, the part of the story is that, that the, the star has a dream. And in the dream, he's shown that he should go to a certain fair, and he'll be offered a job. And the first job that he's offered, he should take. And he has this dream and he doesn't want to go. Obviously, everyone's stuck. Nobody wants to do anything, even if you have a dream. And he has this dream again. And then finally, they say to him in the dream, in Yiddish, it's very important to know that the Rebbe said the story in Yiddish. There's a lot of important innuendos in all the words. Every single word means something. The Rebbe says, If you want to have mercy on yourself. And this is a very big motif because in a second we'll see that he meets somebody there that's the exact opposite, the person who's the most cruel person he ever met. And there's a very big part of becoming is transforming our cruelty, pushing away the boundaries that limit us and actually coming to the perfection of human existence, which is mercy. So in the dream it says, if you want to have mercy on yourself, you'll listen to the dream. And he went and he was offered a job by a man riding a horse. And it said clearly that this man was riding his horse with cruelty. He was angry. And this person appeared to be the opposite of a tzaddik. But in the explanations, Rav Arya Kaplan explains, Rav Nossin explains that this person was a tzaddik in the world of action. And he was actually there to help the star of the story, control his animalistic qualities. And he was petrified at this person. And it even said there, it appeared to him, because we know that fears are the acronym, false evidence appears, it appeared to him that one blow from his staff would kill him, because he was such an idle person. And he's trying to drive these cattle, and two of his cattle get lost in the forest. And he's petrified because he knows if he comes back without those cattle, he's going to get killed. On the other hand, when he goes into the forest, 
He's petrified. The fear, that's the whole motif of the story, the chaos of not knowing what's going to be. And he goes further into the forest, chasing the animals, chasing the animals, until it becomes night. And he's sure that he's going to die now in the forest. He doesn't know what to do, go back without the animals, stay in the forest. And it becomes night, and he climbs a tree. And on the tree, another frightening thing, another person. And he's petrified, but, Rav Nachman says, because he saw another person, it was a little bit of a nachama. Nachama on Shabbos Nachamu. But what's really happening here? Is this just a coincidence that Rav Nachman says it was a little bit of a nachama to meet this person? Who was this person? It was none other than the other star of the story, his counterpart. This is actually the first time that these people are actually face-to-face. And within a very short period of time, one night, they actually decided that they were never going to separate even when they get back to civilization. Now, here lies the secret of consolation. Because really, what does consolation mean? Consolation connotates that before, consolation was a tragedy. And you know what's really tragic? Life. Life is tragic. Life in the world of finite physicality is tragic because it's just a bunch of problems. Birth, sickness, making a living, growing old, and dying. And the whole time that you're doing it, you're doing it with a dysfunctional mind that's focused on negativity and everything sucks from day one till the end that's if you're living in the world of limited constrictive consciousness this world is a calamity a tragedy says Reb Nachman what is the consolation when you have das when you have expanded consciousness and in several Torahs, Rav Nachman explains the secret of Shabbos Nachmanu, 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 two times Nachmanu, is the gematria, the numerical value of Kadkod, which is the bone in the back of the skull that never decomposes. And it's from here that Hashem will mechai the mesim, which will bring the resurrection of the dead. And then we will live eternally, together, and when I say together, I'm putting an emphasis on together, soul with body. The goal of this world is not the world of souls. God doesn't desire souls. God desires souls with bodies. And we look at life as being tragic because, you know, after all, you die. But when we have expanded consciousness, we understand that really, just like Shabbos is the last thing to be created, but the first thought in a broader, grander way, really the last thing is Tchiyas Amesim. Tchiyas Amesim, the resurrection of the dead, is when Hashem will bring back the soul in all of its glory, and it will shine into the body and perfect the body, and we will live in a state of body and soul eternally. Now, 
What does that do for me today in this world? If I understand that this is the essential delight of Hashem, I can do this right now because I am a soul and a body. I don't have to dream about being an angel. I'm not an angel. I'm a human being. And that's the amazing thing about this connection between these two people because that's exactly who they are, the soul and the body. They are forming this unity in this tree and that's the secret of why it was a consolation for them. They're now united and they really stay united to the end of the story and they make the proper relationship being that the soul is the essence, the leader, and that the body or the external self is subservient to the soul. And that's exactly how we have to live. We have to live every single day not as a body without a soul and not a soul without a body. We are human beings. We are souls having a human experience. This is Hashem's essential delight. And the more we recognize it, the more we we live and celebrate life on a daily basis, especially when it comes Shabbos, it's the Iker time to say Tov Lehodos Hashem. It's great to thank Hashem. Everyone should have an amazing Shabbos.